Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Friday night, 8 p.m. your time, 9 p.m. my time. I'm Harry DeGreek, and welcome to the over-under. How's everybody doing this evening? I wish I could say it was an exciting day in baseball because White Sox lost again. Two enough. I mean, two, they're down 2-0. This doesn't look good. It's not a good matchup. I said it before a couple of weeks ago. This is not the team that they wanted to play. A lot of questionable decisions that they made. Lucas Giolito being pulled in the fifth after only giving up two hits. Didn't have a ton of pitches out there. Had pretty good control of the game. Why they didn't go to Kopech. I mean, there's just so many things we can talk about it. But before we get there, if you have a question or a comment, make sure you go ahead and leave a comment. We might even give us, you know, another subject to talk about. And right here at the bottom... If you have a question or a comment for me, you want to talk about some gambling lines, dial 727-320-586. That's 727-320-5866. I'm Harry DeGreek. Welcome to the Over Under. And I'm going to go ahead and bring my first guest in. These are all my gambling experts, as I like to say. Little joke there. Kind of like it there. First on the mic, we're going to bring up Mr. Alan Bratcher. How you doing, Alan? I'm good. I, I I think expert for me is a very loose <laughs> term, guys. Just so you know, I am no expert. I'm going to do my best here to hold my own against Harry, though. We'll see how it goes. No. I don't see it going well for me, though. No, no, no I tell you what, man. It, it's 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 been a look. If I actually said what my percentage of winning last football season was, you guys would throw me off the stage here, not because it was bad. Because it's it's not – look, I've never done it before. I got a horseshoe stuck in my ass, and I'm not giving it back. I don't mean to curse, <laughs> but it, it's the truth. I mean, I was upwards over 80% of my picks last year, and that was all verifiable with the previous, uh, with the, with, with the previous platform I was on. And for the last three weeks that I've been on 1252, I'm 15-4 and four against the it. spread. You're killing 15-4. and four. That's just ridiculous. And, and you know what, Alan, if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and bring in Adam Padermo. He's kind of my sidekick. He's down yeah. here. Adam, how are you, my, my, my brother with, with the uh, with, with the fantasy player? What's going on, well, man? What's going on, fellas? Harry's always a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Alan. Great seeing you, brother. Great seeing you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm to tell everybody out there in Chicagoland and across the Midwest, maybe even across the country, let's wish Adam a happy birthday. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Adam. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> he's 18 yeah i'm 18 uh lost my hair at the age of 12 wow at the age of 12 <laughs> what's going on with the white Sox, alan seriously this is kind of disappointing I'm, I'm i'm a little pissed off about it well i didn't get a chance to watch the whole game but from what i've really seen with this is that they just can't hit i mean you what do you thought, mean? They got they got eighteen they got eighteen hits. Eighteen of them are base hits in two games. I want you to think about that. Okay, two score games, eighteen hits. Yeah, but against lefties, they've been pretty good this season. I mean, I know towards the end of the season, it kind of it kind of averaged out a little bit. But you know, right-handing pitching is where I saw this team really wanting to you know stretch out games, but they just haven't been doing it. And the pitching staff, I mean, I thought coming in that the bullpen was going to be the strength of this. And from what I heard today, they just got blown up. Like I said, I didn't get to watch the whole game yet, so I can't really give an accurate analysis of what I think about it yet. But from what I saw, just above and beyond, you know, 
same old kind of stuff that I've seen the second half of this season, Harry, you know, it's, it's just not scoring enough runs, you know, not, you know, playing well when they need it the most. And I, I feel like it was a lot of the guys being hurt. You know, you had, you had a, a guy like Tim Anderson. I still think he's not right. There's something up with him. Um, Craig Kimbrell is not the same Kimbrell I saw when he was with the Cubs. You know, there's just a lot of, a lot of questions that haven't been answered. And honestly, Houston is, I think they're just that much better, honestly, than the White Sox. I think that this matchup hasn't favored them whatsoever. And no, they haven't. They might be lucky to win one game in the series, Harry. I, I actually picked them to lose, um, in game four. So I really don't see them going past game four. You know, what's going to happen for game three? Is it going to be cease? Is Rondon going to come in on a short stint maybe, but saying that you can't trust the bullpen either now guys. So what do you guys really think about it? Because my view is that they don't get past game four. There's just too many holes. There are a lot of holes in here. Adam, what's your thoughts on it, buddy? Uh, it's a tough situation. Uh, Houston is definitely playing some good ball right now, so uh, you got to give it to them. But at the same time, you got to look at Dusty Baker. I mean, he's been one of those managers that really crapped out every single postseason uh, that he's been in. So, um, you know, the good the good thing that the White Sox got going right now is they're going back to the south side. You know, they get to regroup. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, they got something planned a little bit better. It gives them time. And um, it, the good thing about baseball is that, you know, any team can come back. You know, this is a game – that uh, definitely uh, players progress within the series. This is the reason why we love playoff baseball, um, postseason baseball. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm still not giving up on the Sox, but uh, Houston is definitely playing some good ball. Without question, I'll tell you what, what I did watch in this game, guys, it was really simple. I, I, I seen a team in the White Sox. They were dominating this Houston team in the first five innings. I'm not kidding you. They really were. And it, it, it was just I seen three consecutive base hits up the middle of the field that were just CNI little bloopers. I mean, it was just, it was sick, absolutely yeah. sick what I was watching. You see, had they won this game, they'd actually have a chance in this series. I don't give them a chance even in game three. I'm just being right up front with you. This completely deflated this team. But in all honesty, I didn't expect this team to make it out of the first round this year. I mean, I was telling Al- Adam this from before. I would love to have been wrong, but I just didn't see it. It's not that they don't that they have a lot of holes. They're just still a little bit too young. Yeah. Uh, I think this core in this team is extraordinary. They need a catcher. I'm sorry, Yasmani Grandal. He couldn't. <laughs> he can't call a game to save his life. He's got a decent stick. I'd still like a catcher that I can bat for a little bit of a higher average. I mean, he takes more pitches than anybody in baseball. Anybody. Okay, and and that was a stat that that found out. But the pitching staff. Carlos Rodan, he's an image of what he – he's a shell of himself from what he was a month, month and a half ago. The guy's hurting. That velocity's uh, just down, Harry. Yep. It, it, it's down, but he's going to get amped up again. You're going to see a lot of Kopech in game three. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're, you're, yeah, you're going you're, yeah. you're to understand why he was the way he was. If they win, you know what? You can only win one game at a time. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's – it's. you know, you I'm never – I'm not giving up on the team, but what I'm saying is I thought they were a year away. You, yeah. you you never know what's going to happen, especially with Tony Larusa. You know he's been here before. He's been in the situation before, so um, you know he's been in uh, this uh, plenty of opportunities. So he he's the type of manager he takes one game at a time. That's the only way you can do it. So if the Sox do decide to make a series out of this, you know taking it back to the South Side, it'll be interesting. That's yeah, what I and, think. And I I mean I just have to ask another question, guys. Like who's going to be pitching even if they get to a game four because 
you can't bring Lynn back in. No, you can't. You can't. You know what? Not, not, not. That now we're going to go on a Harry's hot take. Uh-oh. Lance Uh-oh. Lynn. That's Lance, what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Lance Lynn is an extraordinary pitcher. But really? He throws more fastballs than anybody in pitcher. It's over 90% against the best fastball hitting team in baseball. I just let, let me let, let me explain it again. There's nothing magical about his fastball. He just places it really well. But this particular Houston team, they hit very well-placed balls, especially when they're fastballs. Okay, That's why they struggled with Giolito. He's got a good fastball, but he throws that changeup with such precision. It's unbelievable. He owns this team, and he was showing it. Yeah, Really? Aaron Bummer? You bring in that guy? A lefty? I get it. Really? When you got Kopech and Ronaldo Lopez sitting there? What? Never mind. I, so, I just... <laughs> so who do you bring in game four then, Harry? You bring in Dylan Cease. You have to bring Cease. So, yeah. but I have a funny feeling about... Cease. I have a funny feeling Cease is going to pitch game three. Okay. So, what do you think about maybe bringing Lynn in in like a reliever role? No, he can start the game. You know, I just think it's going to be it's going to be. Look, man, it's DefCom five right now. We're not going to yeah. talk White Sox all night, all night long. No. You are going to see an arsenal of pitchers like you haven't seen. The Tampa Bay Rays don't have this type of arsenal. They're going to bring in so many pitchers. You may see two pitchers an inning after the third. Okay, okay. You, you might see a six. In, you might see a six-hour nine-inning game. Yeah, wow. it's going to be one of those games. Wow. Let's switch gears, guys. We're going to talk a little gambling. There we go. Fifteen and four in the last three weeks. I like to do a little round the horn thing and we just go by, you know, certain games and we collectively come with a decision on whether or not we're going to bet the game. But I have the final say, but I always <laughs> love to hear different opinions. The New York Jets are at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta is minus two and a half and the total is 45. Jets are coming off that really, really nice week, which, by the way, I gave everybody against Tennessee not only did I give them getting the six points but I also said people take Tennessee on the money line that was a ballsy pick hey bro you've known me for how long Adam have you ever heard me curse on a platform before no. <laughs> what is this 1252 doing to me that's what we do here Harry. watch this <laughs> shit there you go <laughs> let it all out <laughs> it's therapeutic anyway New York Jets are getting two and a half points. Okay. At least they have a win. Why is Atlanta two and a half point favorites against this team? Why is this game only 45 and a half? I'm going to start with you, Alan. I mean, do you like anything here? Because I want to pass the game. I uh, 100% want to pass this game. I mean, you've got a Jets offense that is, you know, bottom barrel, obviously, of the league. Uh, You know, Zach Wilson is improving a little bit. He had a pretty good game last week from what I saw. Atlanta, that offense is not what I thought it was going to be. I did. I haven't seen Kyle Pitts really perform the way that I thought he was going to perform. And, you know, um, that whole offense is just not clicking. So that's why I think that this game is that close, Harry, because that offense of Atlanta just isn't really doing what we thought it was going to be doing at the beginning of this season. Adam? I really don't like this game. I, I really don't, especially Calvin Ridley not playing um, because of personal issues. Uh, the Jets are coming off a win, a very lucky win because of Julio Jones and uh, A.J. Brown not being in the last game against uh, Tennessee. But, but aren't um, injuries, I, hold on, aren't injuries part of it? I mean, that's why I did pick the Jets in that game, but aren't injuries part of that? 
it, it, it could be, but um, this is this is not going to be a game that I'm going to wake up real early to watch. Honestly, I'd rather go to church before watching this game. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Football is church. <laughs> Football is church. Yes, I it mean, is. No, like it's just like a middle of the road Jets team on offense or on defense. Sorry, bad offense. Um. Atlanta on the other side, I believe their bottom barrel on the defensive end. I think they're actually last in the league in points right wow. now. If I remember correctly, I have to go look that up. Yeah. Horrible defense plus offense that isn't what we thought it was going to be, guys, equals a bad team. And it's just a bad, stinky looking game across the board. Well, Don't go near it. Well, you know when what you got- I'm going to say? Off with what? their head. I'm not betting this game. Yeah. There's, there's zero chance I'm going to get. You can't even back me into a corner and bet this game. I'm sorry. I just can't. You know what? We're not even going to waste any more time. Let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where they depleted, very depleted secondary. I mean, they're completely obliterated with the exception. Now, hold on. Hold on. They do have Richard Sherman. Okay. Yeah. They're minus 10, totals 48 points. Miami, on the other hand, no Tua. So it's not to a time. It's Jacoby Brissett time. Decent running game, decent tight end, decent wide receivers, decent run blocking, good defense. Gentlemen, why is Tampa minus 10 in this game? Who wants to go first in this? I'll let you handle that one first, Adam. I honestly think it's just uh, because of the of the defense right now that's handling in- injuries right now. Winfield is not going to play. So uh, they're, they're, there's a safety that's down. Uh, their defense is still developing. Um, so, uh, you know, this can be a Jalen Waddle game. This can be, a, you know, um, Devontae Parker game, you know, uh, Jacoby Brissett where he decides to run. Uh, Tom Brady even said himself he doesn't trust his defense right now. So, um, you know, I still got Tampa covering the points in this game. I mean, I, I understand what Vegas is doing, but um, definitely, yeah, I mean, Tampa's defense is looking horrendous right now. Yeah. And what I'm kind of going to piggyback off a little bit on that and add to the fact that you've got a Miami defense that's bottom barrel in the league as well. As bad as you have Tampa's defense at right now, you've got a worse Miami defense going against a pretty significantly better offense with Tampa. So I think, Harry, that's why the the spread is that high. Just my opinion. I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen, and I'm not betting this game, but if I was, and this is a game you could back me into a corner, I'd have to say to take Miami plus the 10. I'm not saying that Miami's winning this game, okay? I'm just saying that I think that they can cover the 10 points, but you know what I like even a little bit more than I like to take in the 10? I like the over 48 points, guys. I really think there's going to be some points scored in this game. I honestly think that... Miami could score anywhere between 18 and 26 points in this game. Seriously. So yeah. if, if they do something like that, I mean, give me a break. This game is going to go way over. Uh, on well, to the next. Go ahead. I, well, one other little tidbit I might want to add is that Miami does play uh, Brady well. Mm-hmm. So maybe they have a scheme and a game plan. I mean, but you've got so many good wide receivers on that team. You, you know, you've got a all-world tight end. I just don't see it, Harry. But maybe there, maybe that's something that a lot of betters could be looking at. Is that Tom Brady hasn't always had a lot of success against Miami? Maybe. Well, you know, living in the Tampa area, I kind of know a little bit of something about this I'm sure team. You do, you know. In <laughs> the previous platform, hey Bucks report, how are you? Uh, 
He's with Bears country now, guys. There you Sorry. Go. <laughs> listen, listen. This team is so talented on offense, it's scary. Rob Gronkowski, he's got a couple of banged up ribs. He's not going to be playing, but they still have a hell of a tight end who hasn't showed it yet, but I cannot. Hats off to him. He's made it four games. He's not hurt. O.J. Howard, he yep. can still be one of the best tight ends in the game. Cameron Brait, who's usually been extremely reliable hands, has been having a case of the dropsies. Their offensive game plan has sucked because they're not running the football. They're yeah. just not running the football correctly. And when you have a trio from Giovanni Bernard to uh, Lombardi Lenny to Ronald, Ronald Jones, Jones, this is tough, man. That's that yeah. that's really tough. And, and and let me tell you something. You run this football. Let me tell you something. If Tampa runs this ball twenty plus times in this game, Tampa win this game by twenty. But the point that's is, they're not edge. going to. Okay, they're going to have a lot wow. of three and outs because, you know, Miami's D, I understand it's toward the bottom of the barrel, but it's not really bottom of the barrel. They just haven't really lived up to their potential. They are a very a good football team when it comes to playing in their defense, especially their secondary. And their pass rush isn't bad as well. But when you got Vince Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, their backup, Scotty Miller, and uh, what the hell is his name? Chris Godwin. Godwin. I already said Godwin. Look, man, Evans. pick your poison. Mike Evans, just pick your poison. Yeah. This, this team is deadly. Hey, yeah. hey, we, we, we got a viewer out there, but unfortunately, it says Facebook user because he didn't hit the accept on her. Hey, what's <laughs> up, everyone? Thank you, Facebook user. I appreciate you coming on and saying Make hello. Sure go to StreamYard.com backslash Facebook and register, and all you have to do is go in there real quick and click accept, and then we can see who you are. That's all or you need even to do. better yet, if you just backspace out of the page and you go right to 1252 sports at the bottom you'll see it for Streamyard. Yeah. click on that little link hit accept and then go right back in and we'll see who it was please do it and don't forget to share the show this is how we grow we do it organically hit the like page join 1252 sports and most importantly go ahead and leave a comment if you have a question dial 727-320-5866 that's 727-320-5866 I'm Harry DeGreek. Welcome to the Over Under, and thank you for joining us so far with Alan Bratcher and Adam Padermo. Um, next game, Philadelphia, Carolina. <sighs> <Anybody? Boy. laughs> Everyone's sentiments, exactly. Harry, what are the lines for this game? Over and under is 45 and a half. That's all I'm going to keep saying. Carolina's minus four in this game. Uh, Philadelphia is pretty banged up right now, especially in the defensive line. Yeah. Uh, but Fletcher Cox is still playing. Whenever he's playing, it's great. I do not know if Christian McCaffrey. No, I heard. Not, I heard he not. is out. I um, Adam Schefter reported that a little bit ago. Yeah. So that changes my outlook to this game completely. I have no opinion around the horn, Alan. Well, without Christian McCaffrey, I'm going to say go with the under on that because I don't think this is a high-scoring game. You, you're you're going to have probably, um, you know, Sam Darnold, you know, leading the league in rushing touchdowns of of all things. <laughs> it's wild to hear, but, I you know, same kind no. of stuff with them. Maybe, you know, short passing games, having him kind of run basic basic game guys it just doesn't really speak out to me it's something that i would kind of avoid what's the line again on that harry four and a half and 45 and a half carolina i would take carolina on that i think carolina i think carolina could win by a touchdown in this game honestly wow that's pretty strong because they are playing good defense adam what do you think 
I got Carolina, especially off the game that uh, Sam Darnold played against, uh, you know, Dallas, even though they lost. But uh, DJ Moore still had a good game. I mean, this guy is building the connection with Sam Darnold. Um, You know, you still got some uh, weapons on there. Chuba Hubbard really hasn't showed up, but um, this may be the possible game where he does show up. You know, so, um, you know, without Christian McCaffrey, yeah, it's tough. But, uh, you know, that running game will still open up with that offensive line. Wow. The Greek? El Guseg. (laughs) <laughs> Zero chance I'm giving this game out. There is nothing about this game I like. If I was betting it, week guys, it, you can't you can't even put me into a corner on this one. Zero chance. I do like Philly's defense, even though they're banged up. I don't like Carolina so much because let me tell you something. If Christian McCaffrey was playing in this game. I'd be telling you to shove it in with both hands and both feet. I don't yeah. like this game at all. Next game: New Orleans Saints at Washington Football Team. The total in this game is 43 and a half is the over and under and new Orleans is minus two and a half on the road. That's pretty interesting. Two very good defensive ball clubs. Washington's doesn't have their pass rush like they did last year, but they are slowly starting to kick it together. But I like the beer boy playing quarterback for Washington and Heineke. Alan, what do you think? And who do you like in this game? I'm going to, again, the under, again, I just, it's a defensive battle in this game. If I had to pick a winner here right now with the minus two, I still think the Saints can pull this out by three or more points. It's a definite Saints one for me. Saints in the under, 110%. I just, you know, it's, Jameis Winston just isn't really doing what I thought he was going to do this year, guy. I I thought he was going to be slinging the ball a lot more. You know, he's not average. I don't even know if he's averaging 200 yards passing. I don't, this- don't need to. I thought the guy no. is going to you – know, but he is part of an illustrious – you know, uh, he he's, has this illustrious record. I mean, yeah. it's it's called the 30-30 club. I don't know if you heard about it. I have. 30 indeed. touchdowns, 30 picks. Well, that's kind of why I thought he would be more aggressive with the ball this year. But Sean, Sean Payton, Payton, baby. Has reeled him in, and he is a different kind of guy now. And, yes. I, you know – it's going to work for them in these type of games, but once they start playing the big boys, I just don't see this team really being anything more than just an average team. Adam. I like New Orleans in the road on this one. I like them. Uh, you know, I, I see them winning this game, um, but um, I definitely, definitely want to stay away from this game. I can tell you that right now, but I definitely see them get bouncing back this week, especially after their tough loss against my Giants uh, going into overtime. So, uh, Jameis, I, I see Jameis Bonson back this week and Sean Payton actually coming up with a better pay, uh, game plan. And I say we're going to Texas on it. Does anybody know what Texas it means? El Paso. Nope. El Paso. El Paso. El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> Take I-10 and start oh, heading God. west, baby. You're going to El Paso. Oh, <laughs> Zero chance I'm going to be taking that game. Zero. It's a lot of just ugly looking games when I'm looking yeah, at this it. week. Uh, it's crazy. Buddy, trust me, there are some money making games here. Like There's definitely this one, like this game coming up. You ready? The Tennessee Titans minus four and a half at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the total points in this game is 48 and a half. Adam, who do you like and why? If you don't like it, just say pass. We'll go, just say I want to go to Texas. Uh, I like Tennessee in this one, Harry. I definitely like Tennessee um, uh, on this one on, uh, you know, going against Jacksonville. I think, um, you know, Jacksonville is just completely horrendous after taking a two touchdown lead in Cincinnati and then losing that in an urban mile and that debacle. Uh, definitely like uh, Tennessee, even though they're, they're going to play without uh, Julio Jones. 
I just want to know what strip club he went to. <laughs> You've got a couple bad defenses here because Tennessee's defense is not as good as what people think it is. I think this is a all-day Henry game. He's going to run the ball, run the ball, and run the ball. They're obviously going to be angry about what happened last week, guys. So if it's me, I think this is a closer game than what we think just because defensively both of these teams aren't really that good. They're both bottom 10. So I would say I'm going to take Tennessee and those points, but I would be looking at an over under for Derrick Henry seriously hard because yep, he's going to be running the ball a lot this game. So I would, if, 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 if I'm a betting man in this game, I'm looking at Henry's over under on this game and I'm probably hitting the over on rushing. And, and, and that's depending on what it is. I know I'm going to come yeah. on the show on Sunday morning with you. And, you know, I always give a little bit of a revised line since we're starting to do that. And that is one of the picks I've already written it down for you was yeah. to look at some of the proposition bets because I do like to play with those occasionally. Absolutely. Um, this is actually a play. This is my first play for everybody out there that's going to be watching the show. Uh, Tennessee's minus four and a half. Total's 48 and a half. I love, you ready? The under. Absolutely love the under in this game. You're going to see about five turnovers total in this game i think both teams are going to turn the ball over i think tennessee is going to try to run the ball because what happened with julio and brown last week and uh i i just look man and, and if they go to a passing game they're just going to turn it over this is not this is going to be an ugly game it could be close tennessee i think thinks wins this game but i do like the under yeah so the over under for rushing yards for henry is at 111 and a half right now and i would pound the over on that Wow, I think he's going to get one thirty easy. Oh yeah! Wow, wow! Easy. If he, you know, he, he, we'll have to figure out what the juice is. Anyway, the next game is Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. You ready, guys? Weird one. Divisional game. Minnesota Vikings are minus ten at home. The total is forty nine and a half. I have a question to the NFC North guy. <laughs> How in the world is Minnesota? Whatever warranted them to be ten and a half or ten point favorite? What have they done that's so spectacular to be a 10-point favorite? They haven't done anything. The only thing that – I mean, I don't know if they're going to have Dalvin Cook this game. I haven't heard yet. I heard he was hurt still last questionable. week. He's still questionable. Okay. Yeah. And, I mean, Kirk Cousins has passed the ball well, and they could really take advantage of that secondary because you watch the Chicago Bears actually play well against that secondary, and they're the worst offense in the league. So the betters are probably thinking that they can take advantage of that early, get a big lead, and then just kind of run out the clock because that defense for the Lions is subpar at best. Adam? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a possible reason maybe they like the connection with Kirk Cousins and uh, right, Justin That was Jefferson. enough from Adam. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Always doing that. <laughs> um, you know, there's a possible uh, reason, you know, maybe Justin Jefferson dancing in the end zone, doing the Fortnite dance, you know, every single time he scores, which is ridiculous. But um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can see uh, Detroit uh, taking an upset in this one. I want to see Justin De Jefferson doing the uh, floss, whatever the hell that thing is. <laughs> I'll give you guys $100. Just stand up and do it now. Oh, I, yeah, what I am I doing? For... The, the hell? A hundred? Hey, hey, man, I'm what right What am there. I doing again? The, flo the floss dance, whatever that thing is. You oh, that, 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 <laughs> that one? Oh I can't do it that well. But I tried, I'll take 100, yeah. You know, but I got it's got to be done correctly. Yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I'm going to go to Texas in this game. And what does Texas mean, guys? El Paso. 
El Paso, no play here. Which, well, we're getting closer to El Paso now. We're going to go to Denver. But Ugh. Denver's at Pittsburgh. Hold on, guys. Denver, minus one and a half. Road favorites yep. at Pittsburgh, 39 and a half is the total. They are begging you to bet over in this game. And typically, when something looks too good to be true and they're begging you to do something, what are you supposed to do? You go with the house. That's what I do, at least. I always bet with the bookies. I'm making sure that when it's obvious like that, I'm going on the side of them because nine times out of ten, they're usually right. Absolutely. Or you go to Texas on it. Alan, who do you like and why? <laughs> I would actually take Denver minus one in this game. I just don't believe in the Steelers. I, I don't believe in their offensive line. You've got a Denver defense that is I think still number one in the league in most categories and especially against the pass. I don't see this turning out well for them. I, I see a pass rush. That's going to make Ben Roethlisberger very anxious. He's probably going to throw some picks in this game. I would definitely pick them on the road to win this game. Adam, you know, uh, after seeing last week with, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, it was very disappointing to see Ben Roethlisberger, you know, play that way. And uh, he's getting up there in ages. Pretty much, maybe time to hang up the cleats after this. I, I'm a pass on this game, Harry. I, I really don't. So like you're it. going to where? El Paso. You go to El Paso. Oh yeah. The, the Denver Broncos right now only giving up 12.2 points per game. Yeah, I know. Second it's pretty in the strong. league. Second in the league. I kind of like Pittsburgh in this game, guys. Oh. But I'm going to Texas, and where's that, Adam? <laughs> El Paso. There you go. <laughs> Zero play, folks. I feel like I'm the brave one right now. I'm yes, you are. One. I'm the yeah. only one taking games. It's kind yes, of weird. You are. Like, we're, we're, we're that's saving why I'm the all, better, though. I, we're, I just... we're saving all the good games for last. <laughs> okay, so that's why we're going to talk about the Giants. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> the Giants are at the Cowboys. Another division game, guys. Dallas is at home. The total's 52 and a half, and the Giants are seven point underdogs in this game that means dallas is a seven point favorite do we go to texas in this game alan do you like the game if so why um i'm thinking i'm gonna maybe take the under it is a divisional game i don't really see you know saquon barkley's gonna play and that's really all that i know as as far as this game i haven't followed new york enough to really be invested in it any other way so i would pass on everything but maybe take the under Okay. Just because okay. I think that it could be more of a running game than what we think, because it is a divisional game. Oh my God! I'm sorry, my Giants fans, but I am taking Dallas in this game. There's way too many injuries going on right now with um, New York. Okay, you need to just say that again. I'm, I'm hitting seven? the record. I'm hitting. I'm hitting the record button. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I got. I, I I got Dallas in this game. I, I definitely see uh, Zeke and Pollard running all over this defense this defense is ranked 28th i believe in the run game so um and and giants are dealing with way too many injuries on offense besides barkley and daniel jones i mean john ross can score so many other touchdowns that's fine you know he got he got open and caught that one in the end zone which was great i don't see that happening again okay 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 hold on now dallas is pretty close to where El Paso. <laughs> one more time El Paso. El Paso. Can't play this game. Hey, oh, hold on. Kind of Do you one. believe this? Second comment. I must be really popular. Andrew Tarbill. Harry Tarbill. the Greek. Andrew, how are you, sir? Thank you so much for tuning in. Really good show, by the way. 
But, you know, by the way, this guy down here, he said he wants to challenge you to like $100 a week. I don't know what that meant. He wants to play <laughs> fantasy against you. You better not I, tell Tyler that because Tyler will be <laughs> calling you immediately. Oh, man. You, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? Here. I've never seen a taker that, that he hasn't went up against ever. Nope. He He's hungry for it. Yeah, I'm going to do something I never do. I am actually going to put the link in here. You ready? How about this? Now, there we go. if anybody wants to join us, why don't you go ahead and just pop on in for a second. Say hello. I'm very new to this area. I don't know nothing about Chicago. Hint, hint. I'm only kidding. No, seriously, guys, on this particular game, I really don't have an opinion other than to say that Dallas should absolutely beat the brakes off this team. So that's why I kind of like the Giants. But you could see the back door, you know, maybe cover coming in in this game because it is a divisional game and you've got two good running teams. Yeah, I, I could yeah. see that, but I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to Texas on that, and I'm going to have to make a voice recording of it. So what does Texas mean, sir? <laughs> El Paso. That's right. So that's exactly what's going on. I my... make you a sound bite for that. You could just hit that button. <laughs> El Paso. <laughs> All righty. And the other interesting game is Buffalo, Kansas City. That's... I'm only kidding, guys. Holy oh. cow. The total in this game is 56 and a half points. Can they make the over under or can they make it over? I mean, can they can they make the over any higher for Christ's sakes? And by the way, Kansas City is only a two and a half point favorite. You know why that is, guys? Because Buffalo is the best team in the AFC. Okay. Before the season started and even during week one, uh, I was saying how much Buffalo regressed. Okay. So everybody out there. Uh, Harry the Greek is opening up mouth and putting in size 13th shoe into mouth to shove it in there. I am <laughs> wrong. The Buffalo Bills are the best team next to the Chargers. They're one, two. Yeah. Those are your two best teams in the AFC. Then you ready, folks? It's the Baltimore Ravens. Then you ready? Vegas Raiders. Then you have the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you like here, guys, and why? I, I don't like this game. I, I don't I know loved, which way to go. Love this game. Tell me, tell me why you love this game, brother. I love this game. I am taking the over on this game, and I am taking the Chiefs minus the minus the points on this. Okay. Because solely in my mind, Harry, I I I respect your rankings, but they still have this guy named Patrick Mahomes on this team. Who's that? Do you know who you know who Patrick Mahomes is known here in the Tampa Bay area? Who's the quarterback for the Buccaneers? Hold on. You're going to love this. The GOAT. Okay. Do you know what they call Patrick Mahomes? No, but I would call him the Billy GOAT. He's the next in line. Say it again, Say it baby. again, baby. Say it again, baby. The, Billy. the Billy. The Billy GOAT. Really? Go, go. I was right? I swear to God. Yeah. Wow. He's the Billy GOAT. He's not the GOAT. He's the Billy GOAT. They were I calling him, that. oh, he's the baby GOAT. Stop it, please. He's on I the love way. Pat. Hey, I love Patrick Mahomes. He's not on his way, bro. The only place he's on his way to is someone's gonna someone's gonna stamp his card for the next train he's gonna catch. Give me a break. So okay? these defenses, man. I mean, I know that Buffalo's defense has looked good, but it's been against subpar teams. I think that this is gonna be a shootout. And mm -hmm. whenever there's a shootout, I'm taking Mahomes over anybody that that's up against. And that this week, it's gonna be in Kansas City. On top of that, Harry. Yep. I am going to take the Chiefs in those points. It. it 
you know, the Chiefs historically, from when I've started betting, aren't very good against the spread, but this is one I would definitely take them on. I don't know, man. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like the Chiefs in this game, and I'm not giving this I game out to that anybody. Line, that line could drop before the game just because I think people are going to pound on the bills and those points. I really do. If they do, then you're correct. But I'm telling you now, I love the over in this game and I'm not giving it out. I call me, call me crazy. I think because Vegas this, is gonna beg they're begging this me happening. to bet over and yeah. they're betting me to beg under. So I should be betting over. That's I'm just not going to do it because this could be one of these games that God decides to make it rain. Okay. <laughs> And he's going to make it rain touchdown passes. Yeah. But you could have one of these games that, you know, they drive 80 yards and turnover, drive another 80 yards, turnover, you know, and then it just kills everybody. This game is too set up for the over. Stay away from the game. It's a trap. (laughs) Indianapolis at the Baltimore Ravens. Indianapolis is on the road. Baltimore's minus seven. I'm sorry. I didn't give everybody a chance. We're going to Texas in that past game. Indianapolis at Baltimore. Baltimore's minus seven in the over and under is 46. Adam, you're first. I definitely like Baltimore in this one. Uh, I, 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 you know, I know Indianapolis definitely came off a, a pretty big win against Miami. Great. You know, Jonathan Taylor had a great game. I uh, definitely see Baltimore, um, you know, taking this one at home. By the way, I have to post something up here. Andrew was talking about the Kansas City game. Take the over; they'll score eighty points between the two teams. A- Andrew, I agree with Easy. you, but I, I, you guys smell that? You know what that means? It's sm- if it smells like it, it usually is it. I'm telling you, there's something fishy about this game. Okay, and and, and don't curse at me. I mean, they may score hundred points between these two teams. Who knows? I just don't have the sack to pull the number for over in this game. I just don't. Well, Harry, just just look at it. This is, um, you know, you got imagine Stefan Diggs having a great game with Kansas City having an awful defense. Tyree Kill is going to be Tyree Kill. He's the human joystick. You know what I mean? Putting up some points. I mean, this is going to be down the field, just like Alan said, you know, straight down the field all all day. And it's going to be an amazing game to watch. I can't wait. Thank you for input. Alan, who do you like? I'm going to take Indianapolis actually on this. I'm Taking the seven Bravo. points. I am. Been the reasoning for that is that I I know that the Colts defense is kind of middle of the road on the run, but I think they can really focus on that. I think that they can keep this game close with the defense, and hopefully that Ravens defense is going to give up a little bit on the run. I think the Colts have one of the best running backs in the league, in my opinion. And I I love I, him. I can definitely see this staying close just because that they're going to focus on running the ball on both sides of the ball. It's going to be a tight game, I think. I think that they can hold it to within even a field goal, maybe three to four points. So I would definitely take the Colts on this. I think I'm going to go back to Texas and Adam. (laughs) You got to say it. There you go. I got got a pass in this game. And, and, And believe me, my game of the week was who last week? Baltimore on the road. Getting points. I mean, getting points in Denver. I mean, that was my game of the week, period, bar none. Is Every the game, parlay was. Is the game in Indianapolis? I'm no, sorry. No, the game's in Baltimore. Baltimore's in Baltimore. minus seven. Okay. Now, if the game was in Indy, I'd be jumping all over right now, especially yeah. if Indy was getting seven points. Because, look, l- let's face it. I'm not, Running, a guy that, I'm not a guy that likes to lay points. I'm the guy that went over 80% last year by taking the points i love love did i say love enough i absolutely love home underdogs same absolutely love them 
But, you know, running travels, Harry, and that's kind of why I think that in this game they can keep it within that seven because they can rely on that running game. And also the other side of the ball, you know, you're going to have the Ravens running the ball as well against a middle-of-the-pack defense. It's going to be one of those games where it's just, you know, tick-tock, tick-tock. That's my opinion. Now you guys ready to get in some meat, the, the, the meaty games? I was born ready. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> New England Patriots minus eight. Total 39 and a half at the Houston Texans. Oof. This is actually a very bettable game. Alan, do you like the game? Oh. Or do you want to go to Texas? I think I'm going to just go to Texas on this. As, as much as I would like to bet those points i i just don't like that i i i sometimes i see this houston team putting up points i know that that new england defense is pretty stout from what i've seen but i just don't think that that's a good bet minus eight so adam he's gonna punch his ticket to where El Paso. El Paso. there you go <laughs> adam i like new england is in, in this game honestly. minus eight yeah, I, I like New England. I think Jacoby Myers is going to have a decent game. And uh, Mac Jones actually played pretty well, you know, last game against the Bucs. But um, I think Jacoby Myers definitely uh, has a decent game. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that knows me, who follows me on social media or anybody that DMs me. See, like that? I use the word DM. But anyway, everybody that knows me knows I love home underdogs. They're getting eight points. So that's why I'm telling you to bet the over. <laughs> I am not playing Houston. <laughs> I can't do it. I got lucky with them with two games so far this year. I ain't doing it. I told everybody, ah, take the 18 and a half going to Buffalo. You got nothing to lose. Yeah, except your money. That was one of the losses that I gave you. Zero chance I take Houston. Play the over. I still think Houston's going to score about 14 to 17 points. But New England should beat this team pretty handily. The over and under is 39 and a half. Anything that's under 40, you always should bet under. Not in this game. I still think that New England's going to give up a couple of points personally. And uh, that's what I have. Definitely not going to go to Texas on this game. I Bottom actually five like this offense game. and defense yep. with yards. No yep. way. So, so that is a game that I'm saying – to go over in this game. This is the first pick that I'm actually going to give out. Uh, brings me to another game. Green Bay Packers, minus three at the Cincinnati Bengals. Who do you like and why? I don't like any of it. So you're going to go where? El Paso. Oh, God. 110%. Adam? Oh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go El Paso, too. El Paso. This is my game of the week. Of course. Are really? you kidding me? <laughs> this is why I'm 15 and four in three weeks on this platform. Are you guys? Look, in week one, I was talking about it. You know, even Fat Mike was telling me, I love, I, 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 I absolutely love Minnesota. What? It was a trap game. I told everybody, stay away from that game. Minnesota at Cincinnati. Stay away from it. It looked like a gift. This is the same thing. It looks like a gift. It is a gift. You've got to jump on Green Bay in this game. And you know what? This game might even go to two and a half. And if it does, not only shove it in with both hands, get your feet in the action too and move the chips forward. Trust me on this game. This is a very sweet game. I usually don't give some of my best games out until the very end of the show. 
but I absolutely love Green Bay at three. I'm going to, I'll marry them at two and a half. Cincinnati's too banged up right now. Defensively, they're not that good. Uh, Green Bay knows they have to fix some things up on defense. Everybody knows I cannot stand Aaron Rodgers, but I don't bet with this. I bet with this. And that and, and that's where I'm going. I to heard that the... some of those receivers are actually indeed coming back for the Bengals this week, though. Yep. So it might be improved up there. And I know that pass rush of the Green Bay Packers has been struggling a little bit. So yes, they have. Joe Burrow could really take advantage of that. And Joe Mixon can definitely run on this team. Well, let me well, let, let me let, let me help you out here a little bit. Oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I like you. <laughs> They stink on the offensive line <laughs> for Cincinnati. This Indeed. is a front seven for Green Bay that's going to look like the monsters of the midway. They're going to have game. to get right. Yeah. They are. You talk about a get right game. Oh God. And it's, Jair Alexander's not playing either. From what yeah, I heard, I, I, I think I think Joe Mixon might be um, might be sitting out in this one. I'm not sure they were talking oh. about it because they said they have Samaji Piran. If they, yeah. if if Cincinnati becomes very one dimensional. Yeah, goodbye. Oh, boy. Oh, wait a minute. We have another comment here. I am just so honored. <laughs> Facebook user, what's up? Don't know who you are, but that's okay. Green Bay can't stop the run, even with mixing out, possibly. Mixing is Green questionable as still of right now. Well, that, that's true. You know, Green Bay is a little – listen, I understand I'm on a Chicago platform. I'm from Chicago, okay? Yeah. I'm not biased when it comes to making money. This is one of my favorite games of the week. You got to play Green Bay minus three. Absolutely love them at two and a half. Cincinnati is not that good. Cincinnati is probably one of the worst first place teams I have ever seen after four games. I'm not kidding you. In a very good division, no less. Yep. Absolutely. So that's my next pick. Ah, Anybody want to talk Chicago or Cleveland? Or do you guys want to talk San Francisco? Pick it. I mean, you got to save the best for last, right? Absolutely. Let's talk San Francisco at Arizona. San Francisco, no Jimmy Garoppolo from what I understand. Arizona looks like world beaters, world beaters right now. They're minus five in this game, and the total is 48.5. I just looked down. It's minus four and a half now for Arizona. I don't know why this money is going to San Francisco. Allen, who do you like in this game and why? I'm definitely taking the Cardinals in this game, even though it is a divisional game. I, the way Kyler Murray's praying right now, it is hard to bet against him, guys. And especially whenever you said five, I was kind of meh. But four, you know, that's that's a number that a lot of people are going to play with. And if you think that San Francisco is going to keep getting the money, maybe that line gets down to three and a half. What do you think about that, Harry? Because no, it's 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 not going to get any lower than that. No? I mean, this this month this game is going to end up six six and a half. Trust me. Yeah. Right now, there's money going on Frisco. It's a bigger market team. People don't realize that Garoppolo's out there. It's what we call stupid money. The smart money is going to be coming on a little bit later. Adam, I I, I like the Cardinals, but a little fantasy, um, uh, Harry, real quick uh, for those of you that have uh, Trey Sermon. You know, this is actually probably a good game. You know, be patient with uh, somebody like Trey Sermon because now you have Trey Lance actually running the football. He likes to go towards Debo Samuel's direction. We saw that last week. So uh, this will open up doors for Trey Sermon now as far as far as fantasy owners. So uh, this is definitely a, a good game for them to uh, get the running game going. So, yeah. but I still like the I still like the Cardinals in this one. Yeah, the more that I think about that, the more that I could really get behind the 49ers because they don't have a lot of game film on Trey Lance. So maybe that's an advantage for the Mm -hmm. 49ers and it's a division opponent on top of that. So maybe 
as you said, Adam, you kind of got me thinking about it. Maybe they can use that run game of uh, San Francisco to keep this in a close game or maybe even, you know, a late comeback as a backdoor cover. Right. Well, I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth here. Okay. And and I hate doing that. You're correct. They haven't seen Trey Lance. Yeah. Assuming that they utilize that run game and they do play a very close knit type of game, very close to the vest, play defense, run the football, real high percentage passes, keep the chains moving, six, seven, eight minute drives, assuming they don't have any turnovers. If you like Frisco in this game, you must bet the under and take the points. If you think Arizona is going to cover this game, now you bet the over. It's usually the other way around when there's a lopsided um, when there's a lopsided line like this. Look, Arizona is not the better team, but this week they are the better team. So you don't think they're better than San Francisco? No, no, not not in the first start. If, if you line these teams up, two individual teams, healthy, healthy. I'll take Frisco on a neutral field any day of the week. A team that just went wow. out and beat the L.A. Rams? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. The Greek, the Greek and, has and, spoken. Listen, wow. and, and let me let me explain why. I watch a lot of tape. You can't <laughs> just watch and get enamored with no, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray can be had. He is a better quarterback right now than Lamar Jackson. Two identical type of quarterback. Except the fact that Kyler Murray can throw the ball with accuracy. However, he's got Doug Flutie disease. It's called being a little bit too short. Okay. And you're going to come up against teams. You're going to come up. You're going to come up against teams that know how to defend a young man like this, where you have a safety and a linebacker constantly surveying the field and following him around. I started watching this and, and, and let me tell you something. I don't make excuses, especially to a team that got the break speed off of them in the L.A. Rams versus Arizona. They caught L.A. Let me tell you something. They caught the Rams very off guard in this game. They really, really did not play very well in this game. There was a there was two totally different teams. I seen the bad L.A. Rams against Seattle last night as well. Let me yeah. let me go ahead and tell you this. I also seen them against Seattle and then a couple of lucky breaks. And next thing you know, the Rams look like the Rams they were from before. Look, man, on any given Sunday, any team can be beaten in the National Football League. The Arizona Cardinals, I'm not taking anything away from them. But you asked the question, who do I like better? I like the 49ers better when they're both healthy. Right now, they are not healthy. There's a question at quarterback. Defensively, they're banged up. They're missing a running back. Kittle's been a little bit dinged up as well. You yeah, got to like Arizona in this game. But you know what? Football is part of injuries. I'm sorry. Injuries is part of football. So they're not better. So, again, talking out of both sides of my mouth, but I, I think you understand the gist of what I, I was trying to say. You take Arizona with the points here. It's a game I'm not giving out, but if you back me into a corner, lay the points, play Arizona. Next game. I love this. <laughs> absolutely love this game and we're not going to texas cleveland <laughs> browns at the los angeles chargers oh, okay chargers are two and a half point favorites at home guys two and a half point favorites who do you like and why adam i definitely like the chargers uh but i'm i'm, I'm going over on this one 
as far really? as... Really? Uh, the over yeah. and under is 47. Yeah, I'm going over. But I, I definitely like the Chargers in this one. I think I think Justin Herbert is just hot. Uh, Mike Williams a little quiet last week against uh, against uh, LA Raiders or um, Las Vegas Raiders. I was close. But, um, you know, I think this is the week that he bounces back. You got Keenan Allen. You got the pound-for-pound pound running back, which is Austin Eckler. You know, that guy is amazing. So I, I love I love the Chargers. I love the way Herbert is playing this. Okay. 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 How about you, Adam? Alan? Well, I want to go Chargers, but my heart is just telling me to go Cleveland on this game because I feel like the run game with Cleveland can keep Herbert off the field. The pass rush of Cleveland can put Herbert in bad situations. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Cleveland on this one. Yeah, I'm really getting gutsy on this one, but sometimes you got to play to win, right? Be very careful. Be very careful. He's hurt, boys. He's got a he's got a bad pectoral. That's all I'm gonna tell you. I don't want to say his name because I don't like him. <laughs> this, my friend, is a wager that you need to hit with both feet and both hands. The Chargers are a cinch in this game, even okay. after that big win. I'm telling you right now, I don't like the over or under in this game, but I absolutely love the Chargers. Seriously. They're it's, playing this, great they, football. Yeah, they, they, they really are. Offense and defensively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I saved the best game for last. Whether you guys like me after this, I have no idea. Adam, <laughs> Chicago's at the Raiders. Raiders right now are five and a half points. Um, if you wait long enough, you might get this up to a touchdown, even seven points. Totals 45 points. Who do you like and why, Adam? I like the Raiders. There's not going to be a much of a run defense or run running game for the Raiders, but I see the, a lot of passing going towards um, their wide receivers. You know, Darren Waller is definitely going to bounce back. Uh, you know, Chicago definitely is uh, dealing with their issues on offense, but definitely a good, you know, run defense. So that's the reason why they're going to eliminate the running game. Josh Jacobs is got, not going to be a factor in this game. So uh, don't start him. Um, but um, yeah, I, I definitely like the Raiders. Okay, okay, okay. I, I I can appreciate that. That was pretty good, Alan. I'm going opposite of you, Adam. I I'm think sorry, that, Alan. I think the Raiders are going to run all over the Bears, and the reason I say that is because last week the Lions had one running back who had 14 carries for 66 yards. That's what 4.7 yards a click. This run defense is not as good as what people think it is. The Cleveland Browns ripped them apart on there. You've got a hurt Hicks. Eddie Goldman has played one meaningful game since 2019. I think that this run defense is getting exposed, but not, you know, it's not nationally known yet, but that Lions game was kind of, you know, a secret to people on that run game because Williams came out and ran on them, but the game dictated them to have to throw the ball. So they went away from it. I think this is a running game. I think the bears have to run by committee now because you don't have Montgomery. He's hurt. You've got Damian Williams. You've got the rookie Herbert coming in. I think this is a under game, but I do think the Raiders are going to win this game handily. I would even go over the point spread. I think they might lose by 10 or more. That's a pretty good analogy. That's my team. (laughs) 
<laughs> I wouldn't be surprised this game gets up to, to the Raiders going to be minus seven, and there's a reason for it, and they should be, okay? Because honestly, right now, you're, 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 you're getting a gift at minus five and a half at home. The way they lost against the Chargers, this is a really upset, very pissed off John Gruden team, and he's licking his chops right now, especially with a defense that can play very well against a rookie quarterback and a Justin Fields. Justin Fields might see ghost in this game in the first half. He is going to get so confused with what he's looking at, and he's, he's going to have to rely on his God-given talent with the two legs that are up underneath his waist because he's going to be doing a lot of that and running. If he's smart, he takes off, and they have a lot of run play. I mean, they, they, they try to run a lot of options, a lot of RPOs. They're going to miss David Montgomery on the offensive side of the football, but are they? Damian Williams is a very serviceable back, and I cannot wait to see Herbert in the backfield in this game. I'm very excited to see him. He's kind of shifty. Everybody thinks he's a you know he's a one. He, he sticks his foot in the ground and turns it upfield. I see this guy. He's got moves. He can run vertically, horizontally. Hell, he can run and elevate himself. He's that good. But they're not David Montgomery. Cole Komet, very slow getting off the line. Just watched all the tape on this guy. I don't know what's going on with them, uh, but I'm looking for quite a bit of improvement coming out of there. Jimmy Graham, hang on. Anybody see him? I, I, I'm going to put him on the back of a milk cart, and I have no idea what he's doing. He looks completely unenthused in any of these football games. Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson, come on, man. Where you been? You're going to have to help your quarterback out and start catching some balls. Chicago could stay in this game, and they probably will for about a half. Defensively. For the Chicago Bears. Akeem Hicks, yes, he's been dinged up. He is going to play. Eddie Goldman, he got his feet wet again. You're going to see a different Eddie Goldman this week. He will make that defensive line better. He will create havoc for Derek Carr. As far as the run defense is concerned, you're going to see it getting cleaned up a little bit. I'm a little bit more worried about their pass defense right now than I am their run defense because they can clean that up a little bit easier. Defensively against the pass, a secondary still getting toasted. Eddie Jackson, I'm tired of defending you. So with that being said, <laughs> play the Raiders minus five and a half and do it now. Do not wait till later because this is a gift from the gods. Yeah. But in the first half, it's going to be very competitive. Uh, oh, I love the over in this game. I still think Chicago scores 20 to 24 points in this game. How? I don't know. But one of them will be a garbage touchdown. So. How many points do the Raiders score? That's the question. And if the total is only 45 and the Bears are scoring 20 to 24, it doesn't take much for it to go over. I just don't think the Bears score 20 points over winning football teams, Harry, and that's why I have the under because I haven't seen them score 20 points this year against a winning team. Offensively points, I'm saying. Obviously, you've got the defensive touchdown against the Bengals that Roquan Smith had, but I haven't seen this offense impress me enough. Jason Peters, another fact, Jason Peters is having issues against speed rushers. These Vegas Raiders have some guys, Crosby, um, Nasib. those guys can run off off of that. I think Peters is going to struggle with that, and Fields is going to have a problem with that. He's going to be running for his life. That's That's a great point. They have to run the ball this game by committee. They're going to run the football game, but they're also going to use the man's legs to go ahead and throw the ball on the run. That's one of I think Chicago's defense is going to keep them in this game. As I alluded to, I thought they were going to be very competitive for the first half, and I think you're going to get a couple of short fields, and I think Chicago's going to score 12 to 15 points alone in the first half. It's the second half is where they're going to have their problems when John Gruden's going to go ahead and make his adjustments. I think 
Justin Fields is going to have a really good first half in the game. That's just my personal opinion. This is what I'm watching. I think they're going to come out of the gates really hard. I think the the Raiders are going to expect them to be run, 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 and I think it's going to be totally the opposite. I think Chicago is going to come out and start throwing the ball all over the field in the first half, and then they're going to go to a conservative game plan. Yeah, if they run that cover three. These teams kind of mirror each other in my opinion. And if they run that cover three, you can get, you know, a slot wide receiver up against the linebacker. That's a massive matchup because that's Nick Kwiatkowski versus, you know, a Marquise Goodwin. That's not going to bode well for him. Maybe these tight ends come out this game and play better now that, you know, I, I think that that matchup could really help the bears because Nick is more of a run. Uh, He's a thumper. Nick Kwiatkowski is a thumper, but for some reason, he has played uh, better this year against the pass from the film I've watched a little bit. Yeah, but, but, but I do think they can but, expose him. But I'm going to tell you right now, the guards, I've been noticing more guards on him. And when they get hit their hands on him, he just kind of disappears. And that's really unusual for this team because defensively, they're a really good ball club. Yeah. Okay. But for some reason, their tackles, they're they're allowing the guards, the, the, the opposition guards, to get right up on their linebackers. And that's where Kwiatkowski has been suffering. Another big fact on this is that Alex Leatherwood is moving from tackle to guard, and I think that's going to massively help him. I think that's going to help their run game. I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a better game. Adam, I know that you said stay away from him, but I think this is his breakout because last time that the Bears played this team, it was Josh Jacobs' breakout day. You yes, know, it was. I And the only thing that's really changed on this defense is you have a new safety back there. And you have Eddie Goldman, who's not his, you know, not himself. The last time they played, Hakeem Hicks got hurt, and they exposed that dramatically. And I see the same thing happening. And we didn't even talk about Darren Waller. We didn't even talk about him. Great. He's not going to be a run. He's not going to have the typical game that he's been having. I, I, I like Chicago's matchup with it with, with them. I mean, you, you, it's a, look, man. It's very easy to criticize the team when you live there. Again, I look at a glass half full or is it half empty? I watch a lot of game tape. This Chicago team is a lot better than you know. I really just, think Hunter Renfro is probably going mm-hmm. to be the guy for the Raiders that really comes out in this game and really could be because the Bears have issues with those kind of guys, you know, those like slot guys, those third down guys is what I call them. Yep. I could definitely see that happening. Oh. Any more comments or questions? Because, Adam, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you promote yourself and tell everybody where they can find you. And don't tell me in your living room. In my living room. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys can uh, definitely find uh, Alex, Dato, and I on Facebook or Instagram. We're doing uh, double coverage Fantasy Chronicles. Uh, we're doing our DraftKings uh, FanDuel lineups every uh, Sundays. Uh, so, uh, just come and catch us, you know, uh, and, uh, see, uh, see if we can help you, uh, with any further questions as far as, uh, who to start and who not to start. Absolutely. That was pretty good. Adam, thank you so much for coming on brother. It's always a pleasure. Thank man. you. Adam. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Alan. Thank you. Harry. Great to meet it's always you. a pleasure. Same, Absolutely. Same we'll probably, we'll probably see you next Friday later, brother. Good guy, man. Really, yeah, really, really good guy. Oh, hang on. There's another comment here. Christopher Cole. He figured my, it out. My buddy. He figured it out. Christopher Cole. <laughs> I've got my own soundboard too. <laughs> Christopher Cole is a local down here. Oh, okay. Uh, very, very, very nice guy. Avid follower. Loves the over under. 
And uh, Christopher, we love you too. Thank you so much for for Thank tuning you. in. I do appreciate it. But you just figured it out. You just came on, and I'm getting ready to leave. But that's okay, buddy. I sure hope everything is going good. And don't forget, happy Halloween, my little brother. But I'm sure we'll see you next uh, ne next uh, Lord Friday night. I am a little bit tired. That's kind of weird. Alan, my brother. Yes, sir. Tell everybody where they can find you, sir. You can find me with the Chicago Clubhouse podcast on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I know that you Florida guys don't <laughs> don't go by our time, so I don't want to mess that up. And you can see me on Bears Fans with a Brain Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Central Standard with former Bear Warwick Holdman and from the Chicago Clubhouse podcast, my guy JB. And also Sundays, we have our pregame show at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. I got to tell you, man, I can't wait for that pregame show. Word. I wonder how many of these lines are actually going to move, you know? I, yeah. I'm going to try to start paying attention a little bit more to it because I've got you luckily now in my, in, you know, in my phone. So I can just run up to you real quick and go, Harry, what do I need to do here? What do we like here? I yeah, it's a little easier. that guidance for a while. Last year, I did pretty good at it, but this year... I started out kind of flat and I just kind of said, I'm just, I'm done for a little bit. So I'm taking a, a little break, but I always love just trying to really think of what I would do in these situations. So mm -hmm. it's been a great time, Harry. I thank you for having me in, oh even, my though, God. even though I'm a novice. Thank you for bringing me in. Nah, man, we're, we're, we're going to make you just fine. Go ahead and hang out in my back room. We'll talk to you in just a yeah, few absolutely. minutes. Thank you so much, brother. Wow. Yeah, really a couple of nice guests. Everybody knows who Adam Padermo is. He's on my show quite frequently and absolutely love Alan. Alan, and, and he's been very instrumental and very helpful in trying to get my show off the ground here on 1252. Uh, I, I'd like to thank everybody, you know, for tuning in tonight and uh, actually just having the patience to listen to someone like me because I can be a tad bit loquacious. You like that? That's a Leo word, but I don't expect you guys in Chicago to understand that. That Leo's down here. But anyway, that's for another time. Let's recap some of the picks for this week. Tennessee Titans at Jacksonville. I don't like the Titans minus four and a half, so I'm not really giving that game out. So a very small position on the under 48 and a half. Green Bay at the Cincinnati Bengals, one of my top picks of the week. Absolutely love it. It's minus three. Mortgage the house if it goes to two and a half because it is going to drop. And then right on game day, it's going to come right back up again. Trust me on that one. New England, minus eight, total 39.5 at Houston. I like the over in this game. It's screaming for it to bet over, so I'm going to tell you to bet over. Typically, when it's screaming to do something, you always go the other way, but not in this game. I still think Houston's going to put up a few points, and, and uh, the New England Patriots are going to have their way with this team. The Chicago Bears at the Vegas Raiders. Unfortunately, I like the Raiders right now at minus five and a half. By game time, it's going to be seven, seven and a half. So if you're going to play the game, make sure you wait till game time because you're going to get a gift because, you know, uh, I'm sorry, don't wait till game time because I think this game is going to be higher than what it should be. The total is 45 points. I kind of like the over in the game. Cleveland at the Chargers, another one. Baker Mayfield injured, peck muscle. He's not going to play that well. I don't even know if he's going to play the games. Chargers are cinching this game. They're only minus two and a half. Take the gift. I understand that Cleveland's defense plays very well. The total's 47. You could bet under here, but I honestly think that the uh, San Diego Chargers are going to light up Cleveland's defense in this game. 
absolutely light them up. Definitely not going to Texas, and Texas means El Paso. Definitely play this game. San Francisco at the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona's minus five. Went down to four and a half already. This game is going to end up going up to six or seven. So if you get a chance to make a small position in this game, I kind of like Arizona. The total's 48 points. That about wraps it up. We spent a little over an hour. I usually go for a couple of hours, but tell you what, we got through all these games pretty quick today. Anyway, I really appreciate everybody tuning in to the over-under. We're going to see you next week, Friday evening, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. And I always say, keep your bets low and your returns high. I'm Harry DeGreek. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.